We will continue with the worship and we will continue with adoration and praising God. Amen. Today we want to take a pause and, and find delight in saying thank you, Jesus. Oftentimes that not we get so caught up with the demanding and and always asking attitude. And oftentimes it becomes and could become very addictive. And subconsciously, it becomes our habit. And therefore, we don't find the delight in saying thank you. Thank you is very necessary. And as it is necessary, sometimes it poses a question like when do I have to say it when it is within the confine of that individual's responsibility to execute that purpose? Now, sometimes I look at my wife who prepares food for me, which, of course, within the framework of her responsibility, it is caught up within that framework. So do I take delight in saying thank you? We tend not to say thank you quickly within the framework of the responsibility of an individual. But when they don't do what is, what is necessitated by them through the framework of the responsibility, we tend to be so harsh on that individual. So one time she couldn't cook when she was supposed to do it or the man couldn't do what he was supposed to do then you come at him vehemently and try to condemn him. And there was a time, there was a research that was done, one of our training back in, in, with my colleague, and they took uh, a plain white sheet and they asked us in that workshop, they said, what can you see? There was just a dot of a black dot on the widespread sheet and Oftentimes, all of us concluded and said, there is a black spot on the paper. It was a plain white with a black dot on it. And all of us tried to come up and say, there is a black spot. And the trainer said that, yes, there is a black spot, but there were more white spots than there was or they were for the black. But how come that you notice easily the black spot? And that is what some of us become. We identify with the things that are not going right than the things that are going... That we identify with the things that are not going right than the things that are not going right, so to speak, in the other way around, maybe. I just want, last Friday, I think one of the days, I just paused and I said, today I'm not going to ask God for anything. I just want to thank him. And I never realized how difficult it could be that you know you need so much. And there is so much God has done in your life that you must take the delight to say, thank you. Uh, some, I said to somebody, even though I've not gotten to where I want to be in life, I promise you, I am not where I used to be. So when you begin to appreciate that life is more for you than the things working for you are much better 
and working for your favor than the things working against you. I, I, I said I'm not going to preach, but by the time I got, I couldn't sleep, so I just woke up, slept, you know, just write some few things down, but it was a lot of slides. So I just want to stick myself here and just to present what God is saying to us. I want to share a piece with us that you must delight in saying thank you. Thank you is so, I, 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 encountered a gent, I, I encountered two people, and I said to them, uh, that was last few, last few days, and I, I, I wasn't supposed to do what I was going to do, but it would delight them for them to experience what I was going to do. So I said to both individuals, I said, this is what I'm going to do for you. Okay, they least suspected it. So I said, this is what I'm going to do for you. So I told Miss, uh, Mr. Individual A, and I said it to B. A said, okay, get me this and that. Then it was left there. The other person said, okay, get me this and that. The usual one. But thank you for taking the delight to buy me this item. It was the same piece of introduction, but one delighted to see. The person have not yet seen the tangibility of what that individual promised, but he's so confident that it will come. Therefore, I must say, well, thank you. Most of you, you never know how difficult it could be for people to call you and when they call you and ask how you are doing, you don't even delight to say, thank you. Is it four letter word or is it five? Help me out here. Is it four or five? Now you are counting now, is it? It's five. And it is so powerful. Words that are five, they are powerful. Amen. Let me go back there. I want to try and finish early so that we can worship. In Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. In Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now on this, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along, in, along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at the distance. I want you to bear in mind. I want to go back and read it. Oftentimes, when you read the Bible so quickly, you don't get the, the nutrients within it. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, he was going into all a village. Bear in mind the characteristics of a village. Ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance not only are they in on the way to a village but they stood at a wall at a distance and call out in a loud voice jesus master have pity on us when he saw them he said go show yourself to the priest and as they went they were cleansed one of them when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. 
praise the Lord. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleans? Where are the other nine? As no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner. Then he said to to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you whole. Amen. Amen. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor. Say, neighbor, let nothing take away your praise. Let nothing take away your word, your praise. Let nothing take away your word, your thank you. Your thank you. I remember, so much I want to share with you. I remember I went to a McDonald's shop when I was going for a training in, in Lewisham or somewhere in, in Peckham. And, and Camberwell, Camberwell, yeah. So when I entered into McDonald's, right, I don't know what happened, but I went, in, I entered, and where I went to stand, I saw a seat there, and I saw, I think, about 30 pounds or 50 pounds on, on the table. So I decided to take the 30 pounds or 50 pounds, and I, I went straight. I said, this could be one of those who were being trained or were in a workshop. So one, one of us might have lost, you know, placed this money there. So straight away, what I had to do was that... Um, thank you, Father. Thank you. So what I had to do was straight away, I went to look for the manager, and I said, I, I used to work at McDonald's, so I know the system there. So I told them, I told the manager, this is, I want to talk, I saw one of the employees, I said, I want to talk to the manager. Manager came, I said, this is what I found, but I'm going to give it to you. I'll come back in the next one hour or two hours uh, when we have our break. And I promise you, I'll come back and I want you to check your camera. If anybody comes and they say the money is for them, give it to them. But if nobody claim ownership of the money, you have to give it back to me. Simple. Hmm? So I went and I came back and the lady told me nobody came for the money. So I was really delighted. So what I did was that I took the money from her and I decided to give her 20 pounds. Then I took the 30 pounds. I promise you, this lady was so much of, oh, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do this. It's not, you know, by the time she realized I was gone. And I said to myself, you knew definitely that with the attitude I've shown, I will not take the money. Could you not find a place and say, thank you? No, could you have not paused a minute and you knew I was going? Could you not use the word, thank you? I just gave you 20 pounds free of charge. And I was so surprised that she was more interested in telling me what she was telling me that she forgot. To say thank you. The Bible said that men who were affected with leprosy in, in Israel, they were outcasts. The account of it tells us that these were men affected by leprosy. I'm not going to go by what I have here, otherwise, I will not be able to finish. They were unclean, they were they were outcasts, they were not in the city, they were put outside the city. No, if you get close to them you have to go through a purification time. So nobody wanted to go close to them to go through purification time. So everybody left them alone. They were lonely. Come on, say lonely. 
they were unclean. Nobody wanted to interact. Nobody wanted to talk to them. Nobody wanted to have anything to do with them because they were affected and infected by leprosy. Of course, they had, they had to stand afar when they were talking to Jesus because proximity will also mean that whoever they got closer to must go through a purification time. The distance also tells us that that was why they had to shout and scream and, and with a loud voice and say, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. The Bible said that they were, they were people who were abandoned. They were people who don't deserve to be entertained with what we call mercy. Their call upon Jesus is a sign that they knew who Jesus was and what Jesus could do. They call upon Jesus in their desperation. Have you ever called on Jesus in your desperation before? He said they call upon him in their desperation. When I talk about their desperation, I am referring to their state of being, being hopeless and helpless. I'm referring to their state being useless and unfruitful. They had emptiness in their, in their whole being. They were of their obscureness and rejection by society. And not just by society, but their own family. This individual absolutely have nothing good in them and no one want to help them with anything good. They had, they had no foresight. They have no dream. They have no aspiration. They have no determination. They have no vision. They are living in the life of darkness. But my Bible said to me that somebody was saying that Jesus used the word faith. And these people knew that Jesus could do something about their situation. And I got to understand that they saw the realm of the spirit of possibility. And therefore they call upon Jesus in the faithful way, in the faith language. And the Bible tells me in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, the Bible says he is the author and the finisher of our faith. The word author means initiator in their desperation and need God find a way to enter into them and find a reason for them to scream out and say Jesus we need your help in Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 the Bible says for it was God who worked for it is God who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure it means that these people were hopeless helpless they were empty they were void they had no need to even strive for us any aspiration in their life but God find a way before they call upon Jesus it was Jesus who entered into them before they call upon him but these people, they got healed by Jesus. But when they got healed by Jesus, the Bible said that it was 10 of them who got healed. These were people who de don't deserve mercy. They don't deserve kindness. They don't deserve anything in their life. There was nothing hopeful about their life. But Jesus gave them hope. One may think that if somebody who didn't have anything at all has been satisfied with the, de desire, the desires of their heart uh, and they have been able to come to a place of smiling and having hope for the future, they thought, you, you ever thought that they will come back to the place, their source of joy. But the Bible said that out of the ten, only one came back to thank him. And strangely, the one who came to thank him was the one who is not a Samaria, uh, was not an Israelite, he was a Samaritan. 
When you look at the Samarians, the Bible said that there was a time Jesus was traveling and he had to go through Samaria and that was when he met the woman at the well. It was the same Samaria that Jesus spoke about the parable that a man was traveling and he was beaten by armed robbers and the Bible said the one who helped him was a Samaritan. It will surprise you to know that when you check the archives of God, it will surprise that the, 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 the folder that contains the information of tongues, that should be rendered to God. It will surprise you that unbelievers are giving more tongues to God than believers. We know that Christ's sadness wandered. The Bible, I don't want to go by what I've written here, but I want you to know that thanksgiving gives us the door that leads to greater opportunities in our life. Thanksgiving and praising must be a daily act of our worship unto God. When we become addicted to thanksgiving, destiny opens up to us. Wise people understand the power of thanksgiving. The more grateful we are, the more we are blessed. We thank God for what he has done and we praise him for his personality. I like it so much in the psalm, the Bible said in Psalm 67 verse 5 to 6. It said, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our own God, shall bless us. So when we begin to thank God, it opens doors of possibilities for us. It, it, it increases, it causes barren land to be fruitful. Why? Because we chose to praise him. I like it so much when I read the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 19. The Bible said that Jesus took the bread. It, the Bible said Jesus took the bread and the first thing he did was to thank God. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 19, the Bible said that he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves of bread and the two fishes, looking up to heaven, he gave thanks. Anytime you have food to eat, it's a, it's a rightful opportunity to say thank you. You don't know what you have. You don't know how far you have come, but I promise you, when was the last time you took a day or a minute and said, today I have one hour to pray. I want to delight and say, thank you. Sometimes you have to call your children who have not behaved like other children. As you have lead an exemplary life. You have to call them and say, children, thank you. Some men have not been unfaithful. Some wives have not been unfaithful. They have been consistent. They have been continued in their rightful mindset. And that, they've done what they ought to do. But how many thank you do they get? Let me have the singers on the stage. The Bible said in the book of Psalm 136, verse 1 to 3, it said, give thanks to the Lord for his good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to God of God. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lord. His love endures forever. In Psalm 40 verse 3, he said, He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise unto our God. Many will see it and will fear him. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 92 verse 1 to 6, he said, It is good. To listen, he said it is what it is good 
to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praise to your name, O Most High, to declare your love and kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night on an instrument of ten strings. I like a verse number, the verse number uh, on the on. on uh, let me go to verse number four. It said, For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hand. Oh, Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. Listen, listen to the verse number six. Put it on the screen. Verse number six, increase the size. It said, A senseless man does not know this. Those who don't know how to thank God, they are senseless. It said, Nor does a fool understand this. The element of thanksgiving. I like it so much when Paul and Silas was in prison. They said, in spite of the fact that we are in bondage, we have been bound in this prison. As we have prayed to the Lord that we are believing him for a door opening. It's not yet come down, but we will lift up our voice and pray. The Bible said, they praise God. And the prison doors opened. The foundation of the prison was shaken. Why? Because they praise God. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. What a joy. Find a place in your heart to say thank you, Jesus. In Psalm 22, verse 3, it said, But you are holy. You enthrone in the praise of Israel. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice. It is time to say thank you. It is time to lavish your praise in the name of Jesus. Come and say to your neighbor, learn how to say thank you. The only thing God cannot do for himself is to thank himself and praise himself. Thank you, Father. Amazing grace How sweet Thank you, Father. Do it one more time together. Change. 
chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Savior, I'm to me. Like of Lord, His mercy reigns, unending love. Amen. My chains are gone, I've been set free. You want to stand on your feet? You want to find a, a, a place in your heart that God has been so kind to you, you want to thank Him. You want to bless Him everywhere you are. You want to express your joy. You want to express your satisfaction. You want to bless Him. You want to lavish your praise. You want to be thankful to the Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to bless Him for His goodness. Chains mm. again. I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. Like a Lord, His mercy reigns. Amazing love. What amazing love He has shown us. Oh, oh, oh. Amazing love. Begin to thank him for what he has done. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. We give a praise. We give a praise. We honor you. We thank you. And all. 